Hey there, literary fans, and welcome to episode 70 of Jeff Reads His Book. I am your host, Jeff, and today we are reading chapter 23 of Homecoming, a book I wrote in a month. So if you want to get in contact with me, head on over to jeffreadshisbook.com, and right there there's three ways to contact me, and we'll go over them at the end of the show. And while you're there, why not considering buy? Why not consider? Damn it, I messed it up. Why not consider buying a prequel to the book we're currently reading together? That's right, folks. So uh, today might be a little bit of a low energy episode. I am exhausted, and I'm not exactly sure why. It might have something to do with the half of the fried buffalo chicken tender sub I had for lunch. It might have something to do with it, I'm guessing, and, you know, I ate the other half for dinner last night, so I'm dragging a little bit. I don't know. I was outside doing a little yard work today, too. It's kind of sunny, but not too hot, you know, but just it wears on you. So I'm just tired. I wanted to take a nap, maybe, but that doesn't, like, help instantly, and I gotta get this fucking podcast out. So maybe after the podcast, it'll be nap time. I'm not sure. I am not sure. Wow, I hope everybody out there is doing good, you know? Uh, I hope you're staying safe and all that fun stuff, especially if you're in America, where it's apparently the worst. (laughs) I'm actually living myself right now in a uh, hot spot. Yep, you can see it on the uh, New York Times. has a nice big red mark where my county is. That's always a delight, isn't it? Yeah. We're red mark moving into possibly purple. I think that's what the state is doing. So uh, that's always good, isn't it? Yeah, we're trying to stay safe here, though. Uh, I don't really talk about that much on the podcast, do I? But I feel like nobody wants to hear about it. Let's. uh, There's other podcasts that do a better job than me because I'm a little too flippant or not interesting. Combination of the two? I'd say it's combo. Yeah, so we're going to just, I'm not going to talk about that. Who cares? You know what we can talk about? My goddamn missing stove that General Electric can't appear to ship to me. So if it doesn't come this week, uh, if anybody works at GE, go ahead and punch your manager in the face. I give you permission because I don't know where my goddamn stove is. Fuck that company. If they even make it, who the hell knows who makes any of these stupid appliances at this point? Ugh, so irritating. We're, we're coming in towards the uh, final stretch of our kitchen renovation project here, and it's just been, like, so frustrating just getting them to... I mean, the appliance thing is so annoying, and I thought I ordered it, you know, it was going to be here two weeks before they were done, and now they're going to be done before the goddamn appliances get delivered. It's just annoying. It's like, why do I need this stress? And... I still don't have a goddamn microwave, which is really killing me right now. Ugh. Eh, what are you going to do? Anyway, why don't we talk about this book we're reading? This is going to be a real short episode because this chapter is chapter 23. And it comes in at 44 lines. Ooh. <laughs> this is some real Da Vinci Code, Dan Brown, short-ass chapter stuff. I, If I got this in book form, which I really should get back on top of, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of these chapters are going to be, uh, 
you know, like half a page and that's it. And then do you leave the blank page afterwards? I say yes. I think my books have it in there too, but I don't know what the consensus is. Mm. I'm already drinking, so let's have a sip. Mm. And then let's dive. Oh, well, let's not dive in yet. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, this one's short. We are going to have some danger in this chapter. Very exciting. But I have a feeling it's going to be mostly monologue. So, <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have to see how this goes. <laughs> I don't know. It's not going to be that fun. But it's, you know, it is what it is, right? It's a book I wrote in a month. It's going to suck quite a bit. What are you going to do? Anyway, let's go ahead and dive in to chapter 23. So do I sound like I'm exhausted and like beaten down? I feel like I sound like it. I, I can't tell. I mean, uh, you know, aside from what I did complain about my kitchen, like last week I just was so just damn busy. I had to go to the doctor for a physical that was taking up time. I had to run to like a soccer related event. That was a big pain in the ass. I had uh, some stuff to do with the library and uh, it was a... It was a lot to take care of. I was just, uh, I, I was just so happy when it was Friday and I could just stay home. Though I feel like I didn't. I don't remember what happened Friday now. Yeah. Well, anyway, today we're going to be sipping on some Evan Williams 1783 Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey on the rocks. Oh, yes. Hmm. You know, when I went out for Christmas, my dad got me Evan Williams. And I think it's because of this podcast and me having it on here so much. Um, but I think I wasn't clear that the 1783 isn't like the square bottle of Evan Williams, which is good. Don't get me wrong. I like that too. The 1783, I don't think they make it in like a handle. So I think you have to get the 750 milliliter. And it's like a round bottle, a little short squat round bottle. Very good. 1783 is very prominent on it, so... Uh, I do like that one a little better. It's one of my favorites, obviously, since I'm always talking about it on the podcast. You know what I mean? But it is getting low. Oh, and if you listened in good, or if you listened in last week, uh, when I did mention there were some concerns about the beer, mm, Drug Mart had the beer. So, yep, it was all good. I have another 12-pack to get through. Maybe now it's a 10 or 9-pack, whatever, but uh, of uh, Genesee Springbok. The greatest beer ever made. Yay! All right. Why did I read instead of discussing alcoholism? All right. I don't think this is an abandoned excavation site, Henry said. Margot scowled, Margo scowled at him, even though she actually wanted to laugh. Ha! That's funny, because they had all that shit in the shed. Ugh. Do you remember that? There was delivery schedules in the shed yeah that's how i write excitement into a book yay paperwork <laughs> let's have some booze hmm. we need a plan to get past everyone margot said looking out the window in the shed and seeing that the smoke was finally starting to dissipate okay i have something that might nicely open up the road for us leonid said pulling a glass jar the size of a fist from his bag of tricks. I would have maybe described that better, like the size of a, eh, maybe as a fist. I, You know, I was going to say like a jelly jar, but I guess those come in all sorts of sizes. We just bought some new grape jelly, and the 32-ounce uh, jar was uh, 20 cents more than the 8-ounce jar. So, good on me. 
Wow. I am just dull as hell today. <laughs> ah. And you just need to throw it, Margot asked. Leonid nodded, and she continued. I'll give you cover. Great, Henry exclaimed and stood, wincing. Ugh, his legs are fucked up. Whatever, dude. Walk it off. <laughs> oh no, you're staying right here for the moment, Margot warned. We don't need you hobbling around outside with a broken ankle or something. Oh, I think it's a mild sprain, Henry started to explain. No, you're staying here, she commanded. When he started smirking mischievously, she shook her head. Are you serious? Maybe later, he asked. Ew. <laughs> he was getting horny for her because she was yelling at him. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> ah, wow. Aren't you guys really happy now that I didn't write any, like, explicit sex scenes into the, this book? Oof. That would be horrific to read. <laughs> Especially with this, like, him getting horny when she yells at him. Ugh. <laughs> Margot rolled her eyes, frustrated that Henry's libido had somehow jumped in front of his good sense. Ugh. Let's get this done, she said, pointing at Leonid. Margot pulled the door open and unleashed a simple illusion that caused some of the smoke to persist. From their viewpoint, she and Leonid could now see as clearly as the remaining actual smoke would allow. Oh, so it's just fake smoke? I mean... Couldn't they have just done that in the first place? Whatever. They could vaguely make out the mouth of the road, uh, where they could see it clogged with armed men and what Margot assumed were mages. <gasps> Ooh, spooky. Leonid asked, ready? Margot nodded, and he lobbed the canister, thought it was a jar, into the air towards the road. Don't breathe for a few seconds, he warned, as the glass jar sailed towards the mouth of the road, leading back into the rocks. After losing track of the jar in the now diluted smoke, she her the mistake <laughs> she her she her like the pronouns, both of them. She I think we want heard. She heard the unmistable tingle of broken glass and she held her breath covering her mouth with her hand okay i think that's unmistakable uh tingle is that the word for broken glass tingle i don't know all right seconds later her eyes stung momentarily looking at leonid he waited a moment before nodding and breathing in looking back at the road entrance she saw countless men lying unconscious on the ground are they dead? she asked. No, just sleeping for probably the next six hours or so, Leonid said, winking. Oh, geez, that's fun. Margot smiled. I never thought having an alchemist around could be so useful. Do we get Henry or Benbow first? Leonid asked. Let's get Henry and walk back, she said. Hopefully Benbow is still fine. And Yeah, because he was just parked with a giant carriage and what we can assume is at least two horses. Totally gonna miss him. No, you wouldn't see him ever. Um, and we shouldn't leave Henry alone. She turned and pulled open the door to the wood shack. I guess they walked back to the, wood, the shack. Okay. Um, stepping inside, she was surprised to see Henry wasn't sitting in the same chair. Henry, she called, but she knew it was futile. 
She had seen the small charred spiral on the ceiling. Ooh, and that ends chapter 23. That was an exciting chapter, huh? So Henry has been, I guess what you'd call, disappeared, right? That's, ooh, it's exciting, right? So this is the first time in a while we've seen Margot and Henry be separated. Very scary. What do you think's going to happen? Ooh, I don't know. They don't seem particularly, like, codependent or anything. So I guess they'll survive, right? Let's, we'll have to see. Maybe Henry's already dead, like in a pit somewhere, just his body just rotting on top of countless other bodies. That would have been a weird twist this book took if I just killed him off. <laughs> and then Margot finds love with Leonid, and they go on to rule... Wherever the hell Leonid's from with an iron fist. That'd be fun. That'd be a good twist. Maybe that's what happens. We'll have to see next week, right? You're going to have to come tune in again. Yeah, I think... uh, I didn't realize Henry got his legs hurt so bad. We're going to have to see if that, you know, goes anywhere. But I'm guessing it doesn't? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if he's alive, right? If he's in that pit, though. Yeah, it doesn't matter, I suppose. Um... I don't know. It's kind of annoying. The uh, whole Henry getting, like, sexually excited by Margot commanding him. Ugh. <laughs> that is some weird-ass shit right there. And I wrote it, so that's fun. <laughs> Hopefully it's just he likes a uh, assertive woman. It doesn't, like... Well, I guess not hopefully. That's not the right word. I mean, do what you want, I suppose, but... Let's hope the book doesn't explain it any further is more what I'm saying, right? Let's just assume that Henry just likes a strong woman in his life and that's it, right? Let's not go beyond that with some specifics, you know? I don't want to hear anything about, like, uh, leather masks, (laughs) that kind of stuff. Uh, Yeah, yeah, ball gags, whatever. (sighs) Didn't even finish my whiskey, though, because that was a short-ass chapter, didn't I tell you? Why don't we get into some discussion questions? I think Laura's done with her, uh, she's doing some more studying today, so I do want to go up and see what the lovely Laura's up to. Maybe we can do something today. I mean, I'm exhausted, though, so I'm probably going to be a real downer, whatever we do, but eh, what are you going to do? All right, what do we got here? Okay, I got two discussion questions for all my book club members. If the uh, live studio audience could keep it down, I'd prefer that, because we don't want to, like, influence their answers until we go over them next week which we haven't done in uh how long's the pandemic been here like five months so <laughs> i mean that's actually pretty accurate i'd say five months probably i went on vacation right before they like shut down all the restaurants in my state here and that like kind of weirds me out like i was gonna say did i like spread it but Almost certainly I didn't because there's so many more cases now. So it's probably not my problem. Uh, Well, it's my problem. That's not the right way to say that either. I just didn't contribute to it. How about that? Yeah, I'm very clean, I guess. You know, especially even leading up to this. I even did like some panic shopping like two weeks before things shut down. So we we had a lot of canned goods going into this. Fun times. Okay, why? Oh, oh, we were talking about how nobody writes in. Yeah. Well, write into the show, jeffreadsbook.com, and you can talk to me about these stupid questions like this one. Okay, so Margot does yell at Henry, which he seems to enjoy far too much. So question one, do you like, 
when you're yelled at by whatever sex you're attracted to, huh? Do you, do you think that's that's hot? I will say that uh, no, that doesn't do anything to me. <laughs> I mean, I don't. What do I want to say? I don't want like a passive woman or anything. That's what I'm attracted to, by the way. Anyway, um, but I mean, that doesn't mean. What do I want to say? I don't want to get yelled at. That sucks. <laughs> I have a very, um, what do I want to say, weak ego. <laughs> so getting yelled at really hurts my feelings really easily. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little softy. What are you going to do? Uh, but if you like that, like, you're probably... Why did I even make this a question? <laughs> Whatever. Just answer that. I don't want to get into it. Write in and tell me the specifics if you want. Whatever. It's cool. All right. And the second question... Um, Okay, so Leonid threw that thing and gassed everybody to sleep. Well, what do you think? Do you think there's some side effects, like, uh, to all this, like, all his weaponry? I was trying to think before I wrote this question, and I'm like, did he use anything else that was, like, a sleeping chemical or anything like that? And I feel like, no, that hasn't happened yet. All he's had, really, are grenades, right? I think that's about right. So... Uh, grenades, missiles, whatever you want to call it. So now, you know, this one, like, put people to sleep. And my, you know, I'm thinking, like, that that's never good when you're just knocked unconscious like that. That <laughs> can't, especially by something that isn't measured. Like, I guess an anesthesiologist can put me to sleep pretty accurately. But, I don't know, some sort of smoke bomb that makes you go to sleep? Probably a bad thing, right? You're probably going to have some sort of weird side effects, like you don't remember the last two days of your life, or um, you end up with, like, uh, mesothelioma or something. I don't know, something awful like that. And, you know, like, as a side question, do you think, like, the, the world of magic, I would assume they have, like, do they have, like, James Sokoloff and affiliates that can, they're going to sue Leonid after the fact for throwing this? I mean, it is a civil suit, because I don't think we're dealing with any governments right now, so... Yeah, although Leonid is acting on behalf of the king, so maybe they have some immunity there? Maybe? Maybe? I don't know. It, it's a tough call. I don't know. I'm sure there are side effects, though, and I'm sure they're horrific. <laughs> that was my questions for this week. What do you guys think? If you want to write into the show, answer these questions, tell me how bad this book is, or... Maybe even just, you know, guess what happened to Henry. All right, how about this? As a third discussion question, let me check this next chapter coming up real quick. I got to move the mousey. Okay. Do, 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 do. What do we got here? Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. So the next chapter, we are going to deal with what the hell's going on very early in the chapter. So... Uh, third question, what happened to Henry? Here's the very exciting part, right? So write into the show if you think you figured out the plot that I clearly have not described or explained at all in any good detail. Okay, that's all I want to know. What do you think happened to Henry? Because we're going to find out right away when the next chapter starts. Very exciting. Very exciting. And tell you what, I'll try to get this out by like Tuesday so you can actually write into the show at jeffreadsbook.com. You can reach me by email at jeff at rainbow-100.com or on Mastodon if you're a big dork, and that's jeff at, or at jeff, I guess, at toot 
dot rainbow dash 100 dot com toots t-o-o-t if you didn't know that there's a fucking link on the web page though don't go typing this in you crazy people and then on the uh, third one uh, for get in contact with me what fortran jeff on twitter go ahead you can reach me there uh you know since i have a real phone now i can actually check twitter and see direct messages and all that bullshit Right into the show. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you're feeling. Tell me what you had for dinner tonight. That's all I want to know. Whatever. Yeah. I don't really uh, interact with anybody except the lovely Laura, which is delightful. And my cat, who's a complete bitch most of the time. But, you know, we get along okay. But other than that, oh, and I talk to my parents on the phone. But, yeah, beyond that, uh, life's a little dull. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and get get in touch with me. Contact with me. Yeah. And we'll talk. We'll chat. It'll be fun. Should I get, like, a a phone number for the show, too, so you can call in, leave voicemail? I think that'd be fun, except I don't think anybody listens. So (laughs) that's a bit of a problem with that little theory or that idea, don't you think? Oh, well. So that about wraps it up for this week. Short-ass episode, but you can get through it quick and then move on to things that'll, you know, make you a better person because this show certainly is not. So anyways, until next time, keep on reading.